It's just the right secret sauce, you know? Right? Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Prevention Nation. Where we believe education and awareness can change the culture of violence. My name is Roy Lutz. And I'm Holly Smith. Okay, welcome to Teen Dating Violence Awareness Month, right? Yeah, it's February and we are going to talk about Teen Dating of Violence Awareness and Prevention Month, which was started in 2012. Nope, sorry, 2010. Yeah. Um, and it was, uh, let's see, Congress declared it the month of February to be National Teen Dating Violence Awareness and Prevention Month. So... Um, they saw it as big enough of a problem to address it, to say, like, this is something we're going to talk about. This is something that we want to be a national month. Um, so the whole month of February is dedicated to that. And we like to use a resource called Love is Respect quite a lot. They have a yeah, lot of information. Yeah. yeah, so if you're curious about um, teen dating violence awareness um, or just teen dating violence in general, you can go to loveisrespect.org. Um, but they have a theme every year. And um, this theme this year in 2022 is talk about it. So that's what we want to do. And we have been doing as a part of our prevention education. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, that's, you know, that's why we hold the kind of conferences and summits with youth. That's why we do all the work we do. Uh, That's the, I mean, that's the essence of our jobs, working in classrooms and talking about it with teens. So, yeah. And, uh, and I will just note on that, uh, Lover's Respect, I do love that site. And it is a great site also for resources, national mm-hmm. hotlines, uh, lots yeah. of tips and advice on how to get out of unhealthy or unsafe relationships. And yeah, stuff, they so. have a text line too. I can put that in the show notes. Um, but just one, two statistics. Um, one in three teens in the United States will experience physical, sexual, or emotional abuse by someone they're in a relationship before they turn the age of 18, right, before they become adults. And then, you know, after people are adults, nearly half of uh, college women report experiencing violent and abusive dating behaviors. Um, So, I mean, and that could be emotional, Mm -hmm. physical, mental, um, sexual. It could be any one of those, but they're experiencing some form of dating abuse. And one in three is a lot. Well, I think one in three, it's the most fascinating thing I think about that number is the, is the dark figure of, of this stuff, you know, the stuff that's hidden. One in three is open about it and willing to talk about it. Yeah. I mean, you're telling me that that number isn't higher. That's how many people don't report sexual assault. How many people don't yeah. report domestic violence? The, all that shame and the guilt and those, you know, typical feelings victims feel, mm-hmm. um, those things are huge hindrances for them reporting. So when we, when I hear one and three, I hear one and three disclosed it, but it's probably yeah. two or three and three of three Maybe. experience it. Yeah, I saw, um, this is kind of a side note, but not really. I saw a TikTok earlier uh, that had, this lady had some rice in like three different glasses and she poured them all out and she was like, this is the world's population. Um, And two of them were brown rice and one cup was black rice. And it said, well, she was saying that, like, this is how many people are dealing with um, mental health issues. Mm -hmm. And I just think about that. If you take all of the teens and, you know, make them into little rices, (laughs) little pieces of rice and dump them on a table. And then you take one out of three of those every pieces of rice and turn it turn it into or just like pour in how many ever one in three is. Yeah. How many pieces of those are experiencing teen dating violence? Yeah. 
Like it's, if you hold it in your hand, if you just pick up a little handful of rice out of that huge pile of, mm-hmm. you know, millions of teenagers, how many are experiencing that? So, and that's, that's profound. this in is that just visual. in the U.S. Yeah. So imagine that worldwide. I can't even imagine, yeah. Worldwide, uh, where countries, many countries and places don't have the kind of resources and education and advocacy that we have here. Yeah, it's, it's pr- pretty profound. But I mean, uh, you know, like, and you mentioned that theme, talk about it, this, uh, the 2022 theme. I really just think that's a fantastic theme because we, uh, as, as I said, that's kind of the essence of what we do. And it's just so important uh, to talk and be authentic about your experiences. I mean, yeah. it's, the, it's the Me Too movement. It's all these different people being able to disclose and feel safe and comfortable to talk about tough issues like yeah. this. So. And before we even knew the theme, um, last year in 2021, we had our youth summit and we did talk about teen dating violence awareness mm-hmm. month. Not Sorry, not the month. It's just yeah. like stuck in my brain now. Right, right, <laughs> the right. Same yeah. month. We just talked about teen dating violence. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and kids reveal some things that were. Yeah. You know, so we do a speed prevention activity, speed prevention uh, for you, you listeners. You can catch that, that podcast on a different one. What's that? I said you can catch that podcast on yes, a different one. All that can. information. Um, yeah. So it's just it's it's simply a breakout session and activity we do with youth in, in order to gather a bunch of data and information. And one of the questions we asked this year that. Uh, was around teen dating violence. What is it you're seeing? So we had this discussion with teens, uh, and in our area, you know, they were very clear in disclosing that while they're not seeing a lot of the physical, uh, they are seeing a great deal of the emotional and mental. Mm. A lot of stuff around control. That seemed to be uh, the one theme that they pointed out was they see a lot of control and a lot of jealousy as Mm. the, the, you know, red flags in their uh, relationships. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes me wonder, too, I mean, the past few years, we haven't been together as much, but it seems like people are, like, tolerating physical violence less. Like, they're Mm -hmm. pointing it out and saying, like, hey, you can't hit that person, you can't pinch that person, you can't do this to them. Like, that's not okay. But people don't necessarily see when people are being violently jealous, like, that sort of thing. So maybe the the hitting and stuff like that has become less acceptable in public but then you never know what's happening um in public right in front of your eyes right that's a dating behavior that's abusive well and and you know you just you know that a verbal and emotional and psychological abuse is really a precursor to you know more severe abuse later i mean it's a building block i mean mm-hmm. you you know when you understand uh, as we've you know we've worked in this field long enough to know that uh when victims finally do come to disclose the abuse that they're going through Oftentimes, by then, uh, so much of that emotional, psycholo- psychological damage has been done and escalated to such a point that, you know, that's when people start to feel hopeless and helpless. Yeah. Uh, so it's just that that psychological and emotional is that building block of abuse. It's tearing mm-hmm. a person down. So while we might see a decrease in or maybe culturally a decrease in acceptance around physical violence, it doesn't mean that it's not... Just, you know, still laying waiting, you know, I mean, yeah. with this still the emotional abuse occurring, it's just a matter of time before that turns into physical. So Yeah, that's true. Um, so I want to encourage any teens out there, if you're listening to our podcast, or maybe you're an adult who has a teen in your life, and they have relationships, and maybe, maybe it's not even a dating relationship, maybe it's a um, friendship or a relationship with a cousin or something like that. Um, or with an aunt, I don't anything mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. It, in these relationships, like if something is out of place, then that's not a good thing, and you should probably investigate that and talk about it. So if you 
are not experiencing respect, equality, honesty, trust, communication, boundaries, and consent in your relationships, then that's not necessarily a good relationship. And maybe some of these, like, oh, that just needs a little bit of work. But Mm -hmm. maybe some of them you're thinking, when I said the word honesty, like, oh, no, they're never honest with me. Like, they're always making stuff up. That is a huge red flag, and you definitely need to kind of talk to them about that and check it out and see what's happening. Well, and I just think you made a great point. You have to talk with them because, again, a red flag doesn't mean that this is going to be – you know, the, you know, the worst thing ever, uh, the worst relationship ever. I need to end it. I need to fix things right away. Yeah. Let's talk about it. I mean, I think that's, again, back to that theme. Do you have a trusted adult that you can talk to? Mm -hmm. Is there a counselor, a friend, a family member, um, anything? Is there somebody you can talk with about that? Yeah. Um, and then talk with that person, establish those boundaries, but, but talk about it and talk with someone. Yep. So again, if I'll put it in the show notes, but loveisrespect.org, I encourage if you feel like you have any relationship in your life that is not going as well as you'd hoped it would go, just go to that website and see kind of what their red flags are. See what some of the healthy relationship things are that they've listed and see if you're kind of lining up with something like that. Um, And if you are experiencing any like signs of abuse and red flags, maybe it's time to talk to a trusted adult like Roy said. And if you want to stand in solidarity with others who are um, raising awareness around Teen Dating Violence Awareness Month on February 8th, that is Wear Orange Day. So that is to show everyone around you that you are um, supportive of people experiencing teen dating violence and that you hope to prevent it in the future. So February 8th, wear some orange.